Hello, and welcome to Lux, the podcast. My name is Margot Morin, America's Catholic sweetheart. And I am Seaman Antonio. New moon, new me. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Stephen. Yes, Happy New Year. Yes, a new um, season for yes. Lux. Right. In the second season, I can't believe we're, we, we've done it. We're doing this. I know. And it's the, the liturgical new year. Right. Year, which we're going into uh, B. Right, year B of year B, of, which is Mark's year. Yeah, Mark's year. And it's the um, first weekend of our shortened Advent. Have you heard this? The Advent is short this year. Yes, I just did this. Yeah, yeah. So Christmas Eve uh, is also the fourth Sunday of of Advent in the morning, yeah. and then I think when the crow strikes three, it turns into Christmas Eve on the evening. I think that's when when Matthew denies Jesus three times, I think it turns into Christmas Eve. Wow. That's, that's Easter. And oh, 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 oh. oh I, I don't even know what to do in that. So, no, uh, somewhere in the middle of the day, it turns, I think but sunset. When? Probably oh, sunset. sunset. Oh, sunset. Okay. You know, we had our first, our, our most successful season one ever. Season oh, left. Gosh, right. <laughs> right. I'm pretty proud. Yeah. There are some good stats. This year. Yeah, yeah, you'll see it. Check it out on Instagram if you're a listener. Yeah. We'll post those. And next, I mean, I'm sorry. It's kind of like um, you. 75% of your listeners are new, and we know that there's only like 17 listeners. So, yeah, right. And it's a new podcast. So, of course, it's, everyone's new. So, right. So, yeah. but we'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And next Tuesday, we will be live with our fans. That's right. Yes. I wonder if anyone's going to show up. Do you think anyone will? I think one person said yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And we have some new new listeners. I well, We had the holiday weekend, Thanksgiving, yeah. and my cousin was saying, I'm still catching up. So shout out to Brianna. Brianna. And a new listener, Thomas, as well. Hi, Thomas. Who doesn't find me funny, but we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully change that. It's not a that. comedy podcast, right? Does he find you inspiring? That's the important. Oh, I, uh, is that what we're doing here? I mean, it's a mix. <laughs> so join us Tuesday night. We hope you'll be there. It'll be yeah. on, on our what? It's on our Facebook and it's a Zoom thing. So, you know, just check out our website. Yeah. You'll find there, yeah. us there. Um, As for Lux, what we do here, if you're a brand new listener, is yeah. we listen to the upcoming Sunday Gospel. L. We, that's right. We understand it in a new way. You. And then we kind of connect it to our experience. Yeah, like the hot fudge or not? Hot Sunday. Sure. <laughs> or the sprinkles, maybe? I don't know. Cherry? Whip. Espresso powder? Yeah, I get some chocolate in there. Mm. And we always start with an icebreaker. Breaker. I don't have any ice, but... No, oh, but it's pretty icy outside. Is it? It's good. It's cold. I'm in the basement, so I don't know. Oh, okay. But our icebreaker questions this week are, if you like to be surprised or not... And the coolest watch you've ever owned. Oh, I love to be surprised. You do? Yes, because I, I think of all possible outcomes all the time. So for me to be surprised is good. It, when it's a good surprise. Okay. I also have said to my family and friends, I have hosted surprise parties, but I have never been I have never been to my own surprise party. Really? Okay. Yeah. okay. And then uh, I think my um, Apple Watch uh is my coolest watch i watch yeah apple watch (laughs) 
Um, I I like surprise like parties. I like to be surprised at a party. I don't like the jump scare. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, like, I love that. I hate that. That's just the worst. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't happen much, so I'm I'm okay with that. Uh-huh. And the, I had a Swatch watch in the nineties. Do you remember swatches? Yes, yes. They were all kinds of colors and patterns, and they were cheap, so you could wear three or four of them at a time. I never yes. did. But did I with, is that the one that would do also the calculator one? Mm-mm, oh, no. that was something different. Okay. No, it was just more like it was more like a fashion thing. Oh, cool. Back in my fashionable days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Now we've got that out of the way. Yeah, I can't wait to see how this relates. <laughs> You'll see. It is um it's Advent, first Sunday in Advent B, and we're we're into the Gospel of Mark. This is the first of it and we'll and, and at our live event we'll talk more about what is Mark and all that stuff, right? Absolutely. And I, Mark is my favorite, I'll say that right out of the gate. Okay, okay. So, you also um, love the Pharisees, so you know it's a little. You know what, Stephen? I love everyone. I'm a Christian, so <laughs> yeah. this is from chapter thirteen, thirty-three to thirty-seven. It sounds a little something. Wait, like, hold up. So we don't even start at the beginning. We start at thirteen. Well, no, because of Advent. Oh, okay, okay. And you'll see that it kind of connects with our last readings from Luke. Okay, so Matthew. Matthew. Okay, okay. So just just hang in here. Okay. Jesus said to his disciples, be watchful, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He leaves home and places his servants in charge, each with his work, and orders the gatekeeper to be on the watch. Watch, therefore. You do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening, at midnight, at cock crow or in the morning may he not come suddenly and find you sleeping what i say to you i say to all watch wow yeah so this rings a bell right yeah 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 a clock bell (laughs) okay yeah so just to kind of catch us up here um and this i forget where this is from but Oh, this is from Chris Haslam, in case you're researching. So in verse 2 of Mark, Jesus has prophesied the destruction of the temple to his disciples. And then Peter, James, John, and Andrew, the first four he called, have asked him, when will this be? Uh, He's told them of persecution, of strange natural phenomena, of societal breakdown, of the fate of the disciples. He says there will be wars, earthquakes, and famines, and the end will come suddenly, and people will suffer greatly. Uh, so it's, uh, and and that they'll be tempted by other messiahs. And he he also tells them, which we've heard before in Matthew, yeah. you won't know. I don't know. Only God knows. Right. Right. All right. So what do you think? What catches your attention? Well, it seems, I can understand why, so I know that the people thought that Jesus was going to come back pretty soon after he ascended to heaven, because now it kind of makes sense, because he's talking about the destruction of Jerusalem, which happens within 100 years, right? The temple? Yeah. So that's that's the only thing I kind of think about about that. 
uh, and I know that a lot of people, well, a lot of because uh, Christians like use this as a way to try to predict the end of the world. Yeah, which is exactly what he's telling them not to do. Right, right. They, you know. uh, so let's talk about this. Did do you think Jesus thought that the end times were coming? Oh, uh, sure. Like soon? No, oh. no, because he, he he he. If he's fully if he's fully divine, he knows he knows the time. He says he doesn't know the time. Oh, so there's then, I mean, then he doesn't. Right. Trick question. Well, kind of. (laughs) Because honestly, nobody knows the answer to this. But people suggest that maybe Jesus thought his role on earth was to be an end times prophet. To say like, which which would explain why he's willing to, you know, put his life on the line. Because he's like, it's ending soon anyway. Right, Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he may have thought that the end was near. Okay. Telling all these stories. Do you think, how do you feel about a Jesus that could be wrong about something like that, though? The the timeline of the end of the world? Well, kind of anything. Like, what are you okay with a Jesus who doesn't know what he's doing, who could make wrong guesses about the future? Uh, I guess, I guess I'm okay with that. I really, I honestly don't focus on this, the end part. Yeah. Cause I, uh, I think for me, it's been, uh, ruined. And so, what do you uh, mean? like, I, I just know, I mean, like every, like part, everyone thinks that they know the end of the world, the rapture is going to come and blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like so hyped on it. And I'm yeah. like, but the, it, I'm like, let's just focus on what he actually did on Earth, which was take care of people, yeah. I guess. So yeah, like I, it's it's just interesting. Like, I think it's a distraction to what we're all meant to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think you're right. I think Jesus tells us that that is exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. In all of these stories, he says you're going to see signs. People are going to say this is it. I think in Matthew, it was like, people are going to go, look over there, look over there. And you need to not listen to that. Right, right. So it's kind of ironic that we're fulfilling that prophecy, right? That the world is like. Well, it seems like that's the plan. I mean, that's what's happening right now with the whole conflict in uh, Israel and Gaza. Like people are like, this is it. And and wanting to support it to think that it's going to actually end the world. Yeah. And I'm like, so like, so then what? And then what? Right. Right. Okay. So this is a good question, I think. Like, is the end times a threat? Is it bad news for the end times? Or is would the end times be a good news thing? Right. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. That's okay. a really great question. I don't care. Honestly, it's not, it's not my... Pr- I think everything is ending all the time. So, yeah. so outside of faith, and that's full of anxiety so i just try to just push that down and worry you know i thought of you when i read i read an article about this and advent okay and she used the words open-ended hope oh open-ended hope because you talk about the anxiety of hope the, the yes banking on something or hoping for something yeah makes you feel less secure 
right? It's, yeah, it's a, it's my title of my autobiography. I cannot wait to read that. It's going to be a, straight to movie, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, no like book. Before. Better. Okay. All back. Holiday <laughs> channel. It's a, it's a holiday story. Nice. Nice. <laughs> okay, I have a couple of quotes. Okay. I want to read to you. Uh, this one is from Dave Shia. Oh, yeah. And, Close uh, personal friend. Yeah. Uh, it's from the Heart and Mind book, which I really love. I've learned a lot from. Anyway, he says, our message today Mark, echoes Mark's message to believers in Rome long ago. And we're going to talk about that yeah. in our live, our live show. Yep. Um, the message, this is not the end, even though it feels as though it might be. Try to remember when deep change occurs, this is what the beginning of something new looks and feels like. Hold on, be still, wait. Later, you will be able to remember this moment and see how unexpectedly the new cornerstone was chosen and with what deep purpose it was laid. Ah, uh, okay, okay. What do you think? I like Thoughts? that. I like that. Because he might not be talking about, like, we always automatically go to the end of the world. Like, the whole earth is over. Right. But he could be talking about smaller occurrences. Mm -hmm. just, yeah, he's got, I mean, just like in Matthew, we can kind of guess that he's a little bit talking about the destruction of the temple. Yeah. Which, uh, let's see. This came out in the 60s, this this gospel. Uh -huh. And the destruction of the temple was around 70, right? Okay, so it was right before. So certainly the author would have known that trouble was a coming. I okay, okay, okay. Oh, I a, okay. No, I just have a question about that because do you think they started to write it down because they were seeing some trouble? Maybe. Like because it was big oral tradition, right? Oral telling. And then maybe it was getting like kind of crazy. So they're like, we need to write this down. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's a I think that's a good good guess, as good as any. Okay. Um I think it's a little educated, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're right <laughs> but i think we've talked about this too back in matthew about how we can tell and that you've already mentioned that people can tell that things are getting scary in the yeah. world we don't know what exactly this is yeah but i think um yeah he's he's maybe sort of talking about the destruction of the temple which maybe people of the time would think was gonna mark the end of things like right, right. what could happen after that? Um, so it is sort of a combo, combo message. Yeah, and I wonder if he just—I mean, it's pretty, th pretty evident throughout civilization of things, empires, kingdoms, beginning mm -hmm. and ending, beginning and ending. So I think he probably, if he has that big picture view, he's probably be like the systems are not going to be taking care care of people. So mm -hmm. that's why we need to take care of each other now, like. Because, you know, the systems, we, we need to help each other out because the systems will be changing and, and mm -hmm. the ways of government will be different. Yeah. Yeah. See how it is? It does really connect to these Matthew readings we've been yeah. doing. Yeah. Right. Um, and I can't so, wait to figure out what Mark, who Mark is talking to and all that stuff. I'm excited. Check us out Tuesday on our live. 7 p.m., right? 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right. <laughs>
right for our international listeners yes um so this the point we're kind of coming to is that this whole end times thing it could be not so much a threat as like an observation right like it could be good news that things are coming to an end right yeah especially depressed yeah the systems aren't working they need to come crashing down a temple that walls in jesus and separates him from everyone is needs to come down right the systems need to crash and change so this is partly a good news thing right right Um, also there does anyone talk about what happens after like they always they really focus on like the ending part but is it just a, a new beginning good question do they not hit on that yeah the church the catholic church talks about judgments and final judgments at the end of time and the coming you know jesus talks about the coming of the son of man but yeah that's about where it ends okay um and even that like oh god how's that supposed to work right but yeah i just don't think anyone knows the answer to that question yeah okay but there's no there's no talk about it being a new thing I mean, probably there is, right? Oh. But we're, we're just guessing. We, oh, okay. Um, it's like heaven, basically. Right, forever. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, staring into God's eyes forever. Right. Right. Yeah. Let's go back. <laughs> or something like that. It's another good guess, an educated guess, if you will. Uh, clouds of candy cane. No, oh. I don't like. Candy. Uh, cotton candy is what I meant to say, but. Okay. Uh, Anyway, I have another quote for you. Yep. This one's from Working Preacher. It says, but does anyone actually think this way? Does anyone go through every day wondering at morning, noon, and night if now is the time that someone long gone might return? Yes, people who are in love do that. And that may provide the best context for assessing the intended impact of Mark's little apocalypse. Um, in other places, Mark's gospel likens the time of awaiting Jesus's return to the phenomenon of a newlywed waiting for the return of a bridegroom who has ex- inexplicably been taken away. Oh, okay. So these people are looking at this as good news because it means a reunification with Jesus. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a more positive way of taking seeing it. Yeah. Okay, tell me this: How do you yeah. think this factors into Advent as a season? Oh man, right? I mean, because I remember this from last year. It was like so doom and gloom these four weeks. Yeah. Um, I think it's uh, well. I mean, like we are kind of talking about Jesus. Like Christmas is preparing for is coming preparing for baby Jesus, but also uh, wanting to prepare us for the second coming, which is. Yeah. Uh, why it's so doom and gloom it seems like mm-hmm. um but I, I think if it's uh if it's done in a good way it, it could bring people into that positivity of just like reuniting with christ yeah so it's just it's just interesting because everyone is like because i think society is all like uh you know hallmark movies and putting up your christmas tree and christmas lights and hot chocolate and all this good stuff and the church is like bum 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 yeah yeah uh, 
do you see the wisdom in the bum 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 or are you like let's just shoot for christmas let's just skip it uh i think i have a better understanding this year and uh going into it knowing that it, it's um there is a dualness of christmas of not just celebrating the birth of christ but really it's about the it's about the second coming yeah. uh, or or maybe even striving to have that kingdom of god on earth as well as a reminder of that mm. that yeah. we always need to be striving for that shalom yeah oh i like that well that's what i'm going to tell the kids <laughs> <laughs> well, then I definitely like it. Yeah. Um, I found another kind of reflection on this gospel where this writer says, waiting reminds us that, like it or not, we don't control the universe. At the same time, we don't discover the new unless we are open to it. Advent anticipation adds open-ended hope to all our anticipation. We keep growing, therefore the future is both unpredictable and promising. Oh, yes. So great. She says, sometimes it seems that Advent is designed to be confusing. Theologians call it a time of already and not yet. And today's gospel captures that dilemma perfectly. He said, Jesus says, be on the lookout. For what? For the coming of something you can't predict, something you will that will take you by surprise, at the least expected moments. So he's saying, like, be ready for something that you can't predict. Yeah. Be on the watch. Ugh. It is confusing. Yeah. It is a confusing time. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think this Advent you're going to be focusing on, like, which coming of Jesus do you think you're going to be looking at? Well, I think... Uh... You know the the baby Jesus is is hopeful because it's he's coming to fulfill a prophet right f mm -hmm. fulfill things in the Old Testament to save us from sin so it's like the start of something mm -hmm. but also it could be that uh, in the same sense it could just be like a new way of life is is about to begin that can about to be a new way of life can um, start to begin. At Christmas, yeah. which is loving people and taking care of our like a whole shift in society or the way that we see uh, fellow humans, mm. it's big. I I kind of love that because it's a cycle that starts over and over. Yeah, right? right. And and has to. Yep. And all the efforts that we do one year kind of climb into the next year. Yep. So, I heard someone once talk about the liturgical calendar, which they always pray, they print as a big circle, yes, right? Right. So the church in different colors. And I heard someone say, like, that's that's a one, that's a 2D version of the liturgical calendar because okay. what it should look like is a spiral that goes up and up and up. Oh, like earth around uh the sun. Sure. Right? Yeah. That you're like everything you do builds upon the what other, you've done yeah 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 but that's literally how our how we are floating in space is that yeah. the sun and everything is is going this way and we're following it in a spiral see which makes sense the church would mirror that in or a defined way <gasps> oh man boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. oh man 
Okay. I mean, I get that. I get that, right? Because it should be. Like, it should be a journey. It should, you know, you could maybe step back a couple of times, you know, if you need to, or pause. But, yeah, always kind of pointing to that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. She, her last um, phrase in her, her last sentence in her article is that Advent is the time to anticipate what we cannot yet see and to trust that it will come. Each day's grace will build on the last. That's nice. So, so it's a building season, season of Advent and a new gospel, which we've done before so many times in our yeah. lives. Like we're doing all the same stuff over and over again, but yeah. it's different this year because of how we did it last year. Right. 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 We, and like she said, the, the reason, or someone said, the reason why it's different is because we're growing too. It's not we're just different. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay kind of encouraging right we're part of the story yeah well it's very encouraging for this podcast because it, it just will be better every every year that's right that's all right yeah yeah okay so well, that sounds well, like job security there so i'm, I'm for it yeah yeah i love that I, <laughs> none of this was what i had in mind when i sat down to do this with you so i'm really excited that it's that x baby there it is there yeah. it yeah cool okay yeah i like it on we go yeah onward and upward right yeah oh gosh yeah and uh listener we hope you'll join us tuesday because um gosh i don't know what that's going to be like either but it will be different if you're there if you join us yeah so please do for information about that on our socials and um you know reach out to us if you have questions or whatever yeah wear your best um dicky dick you know for your shirt oh yeah yeah no on, on the zoom yeah yeah yeah. On the zoom. Yeah, on the yeah. Zoom. yeah yeah and we're almost like a couple of weeks out from a ro- uh asking your priest that he looks good in, in pink so that's right that's coming right up so lots to look forward to on this season of lux, lux the podcast Thank you for listening to Lux the Podcast. Best way to support the show is to share it with those that you love. Listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or where you listen to your podcasts. Lux the Podcast is written by Margot Morin, and she's available for a spiritual direction at margomorin.com. Lux the Podcast is produced by Simon Antonio, and you can find him at simonantonio.com. Find the podcast on Instagram at lux underscore the podcast.